everybody. Welcome to another episode of Faithful. My name is Emma. My name is Christina. Yeah, and today, as you might have seen in the title, we're going to be talking about the spooky Halloween movie Hocus Pocus, a classic. We gonna get spooky up in here, <laughs> also because this is the last episode before actual Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, we should talk about Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Because there's enough faith in there that I can justify it for this podcast. <laughs> now, I had to rewatch uh, Hocus Pocus, and while I was rewatching it, I don't actually think I've ever seen the whole movie straight through. Really? I think that it played on Disney Channel as a, when I was a kid, and I, mean, I probably. probably just like popped in there, like in the middle of it and left before it ever ended or just watched the last 20 minutes or like whatever. So I've never seen yeah. the whole the movie all the way through until now. Interesting. I uh I actually last night um turns out that uh of course Hocus Pocus is not available on any streaming service that I already have access to. Yep. And I didn't feel like trying to set it up uh but so I found a way to watch Hocus Pocus for today's episode. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't of an especially high quality because of the age of the media in question, but it was, but I, I still enjoy it. It's a very good movie. Yeah, I ended up for, it's just, it's like $3 or something to rent on YouTube, so that's what I did. But yeah, and I also, uh, I also took a Christina amount of notes. <laughs> I'm glad, good. We should uh, probably would it would it be easiest if we like recap the movie first and then talked about faith or talk about faith as it comes up in the movie? I think we should do it as it comes up in the movie. Okay, cool. Okay, in that case, then uh, we start Hocus Pocus um, with a. I think it's actually doesn't it actually like start with Thackeray Banks waking up? <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, it starts off, we are somewhere in, like, somewhere in, like, late 1600s mm-hmm. America, uh, around Salem, Massachusetts. Presumably this is after the actual witch trials, uh, but I don't know if it ever was actually, I don't know if it ever got, like, actually, no, wait. Would it, would it have been, like, 1693 or something? Yeah. Yes, because okay. they said it was 300 years to the day. Yes. Right down to the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 1693, Halloween in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, a 1993's uh, hot boy wakes up from his bed because his sister <laughs> got uh, kidnapped by witches. Um, and then he like has to go chase her through the woods because it turns out these witches have magic from the literal Christian devil <laughs> and they end up like their thing their shtick is that they kidnap children to like siphon their youth to keep themselves alive and appearing physically young. Mm-hmm. Um but presumably because of the Salem witch trials they haven't had they haven't been able to do that for a long time. So we start off with old Bette Midler and Kathy Najimy and Sarah Jessica Parker and young Thackeray Banks because I can't not say his full name when his first name is Thackeray. It's it's not a good name. I'll just it's say not it. A, it's a very iconic name, but it's not a good name. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wouldn't name my like actual kid after him. No, like like 
Binks. Binks is fine for like a nickname, but not Thackeray. Yeah, I would name my cat Thackeray Binks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's especially weird too because the sister's name is Emily. Emily yeah. and Thackeray. Emily, like the most popular name in 2017 or something. Across a very long span of time. Yeah. Emily has almost always been a popular name. And they make such a point in this beginning for them. They're, like, talking in, like, old English with, like, thou yes. and they. And, like, what hast thou done with my son Thackeray? Yeah. And they make such a point to, like, it's like, hey, doofus, we're in 1600s America in Salem, Massachusetts. Did you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of the, uh, all of the, all of the shirts are so loose and puffy <laughs> and, like, and and there's lots of like running through woods that were probably infested with ticks. If we're being honest here, <laughs> not wearing any shoes. No, no shoes, because he's got to go rescue his sister. He doesn't have time for shoes, if he even owns shoes. Oh, that oh, the, it was like the scene where he's like running through the woods barefoot, and then like rolls down the hill and he trips. Oh, yeah. I, oh I can't. It's so I can't even imagine. Yeah, it got real rough in there. Um, but yeah, so he finds the witch's hut, which is, like, not incons- it's not inconspicuous. It's big enough to hold at least three pe- at least, like, three people living there, presumably sleeping there. I don't know if we ever actually, like, saw the interior uh, of Uh, there was hut. a bit, um, like, spoiler, like, later in the movie when, like, a his- like, the girl who, like, knows the history of it said that they used to sleep upstairs. Oh, okay. okay. I was I had it. subtitles on, so I was probably quiet, like, in the background, but I saw it, so. <laughs> good to know, good to know. Um, but yeah, so Thackeray gets there, and he's able, he has to, like, sneak around because he doesn't want the witches to find him. And honestly, like, why didn't the townspeople, if they suspected that they had witches, just, like, burn them? This, this is, this is, like, past the Salem Witch Trials, but presumably not by much. They, I'm surprised they hadn't already found the Sandersons and, you know, done the witch-killing thing. Yeah, really. Maybe they were just, like, like, we think there's witches out there, but they've never actually harmed anybody at this point, so that we can prove. Yeah. Well, uh, guess what, dear listeners? They do, in fact, <laughs> harm people quite a lot. <laughs> um, because Thackeray has to do some, like, Assassin's Creed stuff to get to, like, various, like, like, windows to look into this hut, where he sees them do magic on his sister, putting her into a coma-slash-living death, and they eat her youth, and then they turn around and surprise, everyone's young again. (laughs) Which basically just means that their hair is not gray anymore, and they have fewer costume wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It- that scene, it was- I was like, wow, they would not- like, I'm sure- I think they probably still air this movie on Disney- but I would probably be pretty hard pressed to like get any like exec who makes decisions to like green light this movie again because it's so yeah. scary. <laughs> like I would be it, freaked out as a gets, kid. Yeah, there are parts of this movie that get real dark. Like this little like I think she's like eight or something, literally dies on screen. Yeah, she's probably like I'd say between eight and eleven. Yeah. I'd put Thackeray at like a solid like like 14, 16, mm-hmm. 18, something like that. Yeah. Mid to late teens. Um but yeah, um I made a note here that uh the that the sister's power is in fact explicitly like taken 
because of like their connection to their book of power which is in fact an actual book that they got again from the literal christian devil <laughs> uh which is bound in human skin has like an actual living eye on the front of it yeah <laughs> and has recipes for their evil magic spells <laughs> that was so like again never ever would be greenlit <laughs> oh no no i'm i'm very glad that this movie was made when it was mm-hmm. and like apparently it didn't even like make that much money in the box office considering how now it's more of a cult classic than anything mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm just amazed that it was that it was made and i'm very grateful at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I also, uh, I made two notes here as well, um, that their magic also includes uh, Winnie's ability to just, like, shoot Darth Sidious lightning <laughs> at things. Um, there's that. Uh, they can make youth potion. Uh, the three of them working together can turn hot boys into immortal black cats. <laughs> um, Mary can, like, do, like, the magic hunting thing. And Sarah can do the magic, like, luring of people, and especially children. Uh, yeah. One of those powers is also to, like, smell children, right? Yeah, yeah, that was- I was including that in Sarah's, like- and not Sarah, and Mary's, like, seeking powers. Got it, yes. And her hunting stuff, because there's a lot of, like, dog motifs associated with Mary. Oh, like, yeah. Like, she- she did a lot of, like, random growling, which I wonder if that maybe that's, like, Kathy Najimy's, like, not her strong suit, but, like, her actor signature or something, because I feel like she also did that in the sister act. <laughs> I can't remember, though, because I haven't seen that in a very long time. Um, but yeah, my other note was just, uh, all caps, SISTERS! <laughs> SISTERS! <laughs> because God bless Bette Midler. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Thackeray gets catted. Uh, and then the, because he actually told someone before he ran off into the woods, uh, the Sanderson sisters get, like, arrested, and they work some magic to bring them back in, like, 300 years. Yeah, they get arrested and hung. Like, they're killed by the mob. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thackeray's dad kills them. And I don't know if they ever find out what happens to his younger sister. (laughs) It's also very important. No, I'm pretty sure she's dead. Um, well, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if their parents ever found out what happened to her. Oh. Because uh, otherwise he would have said, what hast thou done with my with my daughter, Emily? No, they said, what hast thou done about my son, Thacker? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that if they, oh. if, they, if they had been aware of what happened to Emily, he probably, like... He, like I, I feel it's it was weird that they didn't also say like what hast thou done to like my children Thackeray and Emily. I think well I thought they knew that um Thackeray was going was fought, like was running after Emily and the yeah. fact that he was gone and she was dead inside of the witch's hut probably the witches killed her. Oh okay gotcha 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 gotcha. Um it's also important to note here that Thackeray tries to save Emily. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, like the Darth Sidious lightning, yeah. uh, like knocks him out and, yeah. uh, chaos. And then, um, the witches turn him into a cat. Um, mm-hmm. and he's now like bound to the same curse that they put on like themselves and on the house where he can never die. And he's stuck in a cat body forever. Mm-hmm. Until some, 
like, unless something happens to the Sandersons, like, actual, like, actual big thing, capital H, happens to the Sandersons. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just, he's just a cat hanging out there, and, uh, I feel sorry for him. (laughs) Um... I had a note here before we sank into the modern day, which was maybe the Salemites' belief slash perpetuating or perpetuating the Sanderson myth and legends keeps them alive somehow. Like, I I have a lot of like questions about maybe like how much of this is like tied into like believing that you can do it or like believing the old legends, which makes them true. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can we can talk about that more. Um, because next we go to the wonderful year of 1993. <laughs> Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, because I've never seen this movie at the beginning when it was, um, in was it the 1600s, I was like, are we really going to be doing this voice the whole time? I'm not yeah. ready for that. But yeah. no, we, we were not. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so we switch forward to 1993, uh, and then we have, like, the schools, I don't even know what subject she was teaching. It was, um, like, literacy or, like, literature or something? Yeah, some some kind of an English teacher is, like, telling, like, the story of the Sandersons, and you can tell that, like, she clearly, like, does this every year. So I don't know how students are surprised when she, like, finishes the story and then, like, throws, like, like the accordion snake or whatever at the student. <laughs> like, I don't know how they haven't told each other about this by now. Oh, this entire scene baffled me. Like, I actually almost mm-hmm. had to pause it and just be like, what? Just parse it for happened? a sec. Yeah. It's so, like, okay, so they're in a literature class. And mm-hmm. the, um... Like, teacher is obviously trying to, like, like be, like, in the, like, Halloween mood, tell him a scary story. Um, obviously one that has significance to, like, the village, so it's kind of historical, too. And then, like, mm-hmm. and but, like, everyone's, like, super into it, except one kid who's, like, he just moved here from L.A., and he's, he's a real city kid, and he wears tie-dye, and he's a real hippie, and... He's a, I don't believe in ghosts! He, he says, yeah, he's like, it's like, I just don't think that this is true. And I don't think it's interesting, which is like, yeah, any kid would say that. But then every kid is like bullying him for being <laughs> skeptical or like <laughs> believing mm-hmm. in ghosts to the point yeah. where his, like, the girl, this girl, Allison, like raises her hand and she's yeah. like, um, actually, Halloween is about this thing. That's about like it's like the last oh. day that like the death that the dead can rise or whatever. And everyone's like, "Good job, Allison. You did a really good job. Thank you for saying that." I I would like to read you two of my notes, um, which uh, I also should mention here that my notes got uh cra- a little bit more erratic as <laughs> the movie went on because I finished off a bottle of wine while I was watching it. <laughs> um. Uh, but my notes are, Allison spews some basic facts about All Hallows' Eve, and the class applauds like she just gave them free healthcare. <laughs> like, honestly, it's insane. And, like, yeah. Like, and, the, and, like, the teacher specifically is like, Allison, thank you for saying that. Good job. Like, yeah. like, it's not even just like, hey, buddy, you shouldn't be so, like, 
like we're just trying to have fun here like this is just kind of like the Salem thing that we do it was like no Halloween is about witches raising the dead and everyone's like great job amazing beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's so and then right after that like the bell rings obviously right at the end of a conversation of course and um what's the main character's name Max Max (laughs) then Max gets up and he goes to the girl who just told him what Halloween is about Allison Allison and he's like hey here's my number call me yeah the cojones (laughs) oh my god Allison is super cute okay and and then like I just want to say the next scene like they like meet in the park again and he's like I'm sorry for embarrassing you and she's like oh no you didn't whatever her outfit actually cute like to like 2019 standards i would wear the heck out of that it looks so good (laughs) honestly that was the point which uh my image quality was kind of low so i don't exactly remember what she was wearing she's wearing like a red a bright red coat with like the pointed hood and like a blue dress or something with a brown belt oh my god okay okay adorable okay i could picture that what a way to impress the girl you like i know right like you're not even gonna pretend and then my favorite part is that, like, this this movie does something that I wish could happen in real life, because, like, Allison's, Allison is being nice to him, and he's trying to flirt with her, and then she, like, gives him a piece of paper, and it's his phone number! She gave it back to him! And I was no, like, yeah, she's, oh, I love that! He's like, yeah, I don't believe in this stuff, and she's like, even on Halloween? And he's like, especially on Halloween. And then she takes a paper out of her pocket and says, trick or treat! Walks away, opens it up. It's his own phone number. <laughs> Boom! That was Dude, awesome. Down <laughs> yeah, Allison is definitely the coolest character in this movie. Second to yeah, second to Danny. I have my notes that Allison is actually the protagonist of this film. Uh, yeah, She's and actually you're correct. The hero yeah. Here. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Max goes home. And then my next note is, because it's 1993, here's a knockoff bulk and skull. <laughs> yes, that's the exact same thoughts. Except like, these ones are actually mean and can do things. Yeah. 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 Their names are like, one of the, the bulk analog is named Ice or something. Yep. And like, I have to imagine that this was not intentional, because this movie probably came out like, a month and a half after Power Rangers aired in the United States. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a but trope. It is, it's a trope, but it's an uncanny, like, representation that they managed yeah, to, Yeah, like... one of them's, like, tall and skinny, the other one's short and stout, like... Mm-hmm. They're, they're both stupid. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they take Max's shoes because they're like, like, we want to steal something from you, and they don't take his the bike he's riding they take his new shoes <laughs> and also the the skull the the bulk analog like he tries to go by ice and he has it shaved into the back of his head <laughs> so good honestly Which, uh... it doesn't really work because he's very white <laughs> so it's like you know like shaving like a quarter inch into his crew cut yeah Yeah, it's, they're a lot for me to handle. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, they're not in the movie a whole lot. No. Then then Max goes home, and he's grumpy and upset, 
and his parent and he like he tries to go to sleep as soon as he gets home, which is a mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tries to dream about Allison in a weird way. First. Yeah. Um, confession, I honestly skipped past a lot of the awkward teen flirting romance scenes because there was like there is just enough of that, like, we're gonna make sexualized jokes because it's nineteen ninety three and that's edgy, and I was like, Nope, nope, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> yeah. There was like like there's a um jumping head just a little bit. There's a lot there's a huge plot point in the movie that hinges on Max being a virgin, which at the beginning, like they actually didn't make a huge deal out of it. It was just kind of like a throwaway, like yeah, a virgin has to do whatever, and it was um, mm-hmm. they never made a point of it. I think, yeah, there's only like one joke I think where that was like the punchline is that he was a virgin, which like yeah. honestly for the time I was expecting way worse than that. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, but. Yeah, I was, I was expect. I, it could have been a lot worse. There was still enough awkwardness that I was like, I'm not going to experience secondhand embarrassment today, thank you. <laughs> no, I think that's fair, yeah. Um, uh, my next note is that, uh, Max flat out says the old days are dead because this movie was made in 1993. <laughs> He's like, the old days are dead, and then goes to like, like, do like a drum fill real quick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sweetheart, oh, honey. <laughs> so then max has to take his younger sister danny how uh, trick-or-treating for halloween uh and she is very into it he is definitely not they like they go around they do some like oh hey like get trick-or-treating like oh i'm here with my younger sister but i don't want any candy because i'm too cool for that yeah and like he gets embarrassed like, Danny, ex- Danny, his younger sister, accidentally embarrasses him in front of, like, a bunch of the guys from school. Which, for a teen boy, is, like, the absolute worst thing that could happen. Yeah. To the point where he tells her to get out of his life, like, in a... Get out of my life! Like, yeah, in, like, a, like, fit of rage that he's so embarrassed. Which is... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It's, like, a pretty accurate, like, teen boy thing for them to just go completely over the top before actually thinking about it. And also, like, an older sibling thing, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Actually, their whole, like, sibling dynamic was actually incredibly realistic. I was really oh, yeah. impressed, actually, with, like, their acting and the writing. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, and I thought Danny, uh, his younger sister's acting was, like, pretty good through the whole thing, too, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they they got they got some good actresses in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they 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 make up after Max is like, "Get out of my life! I don't even I want to go home to Los Angeles." <laughs> um, but they they get up they get over themselves and they end up meeting. They end up going to the big fancy house in town, which is Allison's. Yay, Allison. <laughs> The hero is back in the movie. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, uh, they they end up like hanging out, and Max is very clearly like, "I'm going to try and impress this girl that I think is cute." <laughs> and like Danny is very much so being like, "The my sibling clearly has a crush on you, so I'm going to make their life miserable." <laughs> yeah, and this is interesting because like, obviously Allison already knows that. Max has a crush on her because mm-hmm. he gave her his number. And so, like, 
this was also a really like weirdly realistic and like good portrayal of teen relationships where it's like hey i'm not into you like that but let's give it a shot i'll give you a chance to impress me or be my friend or whatever yeah but yeah so they they like they talk and at one point they're like oh they just decided to go check out the sanderson house um which at this point 300 years later is now uh is now like a museum (laughs) where they sell things but apparently no one goes there very often because it is just covered in cobwebs uh well no uh allison said that uh it was, uh, you, maybe you skipped this because it was a lot of teen flirting. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but Allison said that um, her mom used to run it. Um, but, oh, okay. Uh, they had to close it down because a lot of spooky things were happening in it. Ah, gotcha. Which might have been something she just told Danny to entertain her, but you know, okay, that, okay. That's, that's the explanation we're given. Okay, okay. Um... But yeah, so they they go there. Um, Max finds a Zippo lighter, which actually does show up in the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, and because they said earlier, a virgin had to light the candle. Uh, Max, the virgin, lights the candle, <laughs> uh, which is a colossally bad idea. Um, and then surprise, the, the 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 door breaks open, and the Sanderson sisters are back and ready to go, baby. <laughs> Um, they, uh, there is a, they, like, they storm around trying to, like, we have to make the potion that will get our, that will help us get our youth back. And Danny actually, like, does, she does a really good job, like, thinking on her feet. Because she initially pretends to be a fellow witch because she's dressed up in a witch costume. Mm-hmm. And, like, for, for at least, like, a solid, like, like, 30 seconds, I feel like they actually believed that she was a witch mm-hmm. before they were like, ah, eh, we don't care, she's a kid, we'll still eat her anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they eventually decide, we're just gonna eat Danny, we don't care if she, was, if she actually is a witch or not, she's just young enough for our recipe, so they make their potion, and they, or at least they try to start making their potion. Mm-hmm. But then, like, but then, uh, all of the other more competent characters uh, end up taking out the Sandersons, which in this case is Danny, who I think whacks Sarah over the head with a with her bag of candy, <laughs> and she just like she goes down. <laughs> um, and then like uh, like Allison like beans Mary with a frying pan, which is great. Um. <laughs> Thackeray Binks is d- d- like reveals himself and like attacks I think Winnie and then like reveals to Max that he can talk <laughs> which that was an interesting point because like at the end of like the 1600s bit they're like and nobody ever found out what happened to Thackeray and then he could talk the whole time so like I don't know if they just didn't want him to like they didn't want like the village to just like kill him for being like a demon or something and that's why he never like told his dad that he was a cat or maybe it was that like maybe it was that like the magic was keeping him silent until the sandersons came back that's possible that is actually that's really possible yeah that makes a lot of sense i'm just extrapolating here honestly yeah um but yeah, they uh they end up escaping because 
they get out the door and then Max activates the sprinklers by saying like, I summon the rain of living death. And like, <laughs> as he like holds the lighter to the sprinkler system, which then like makes them all freak out because they think they're going to like, I don't know, melt or something. Yeah. He like, yeah, he calls it like the rain of death or something like that. And so I think they think maybe it's like poison or it's going to kill them. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, so they uh, they all escape. They go walk around a cemetery for a while. Um, you know, like just casually hang out in a cemetery as you do in Halloween movies. It's apparently uh, hallowed ground, so the witches can't get them there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, Thackeray spills the tea on like what's going on and everything. I think they made some more jokes in there about Max being a virgin. Um, and that only happens like twice. Yeah, the, and like the rest of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, it's it's actually, I think most of the jokes are, like, Danny not, like, quite understanding what, or at least how I see it, is, like, Danny doesn't quite understand what being a virgin is, or what, like, that means when you call somebody a virgin, like, the mm-hmm. societal, like, whatever with that, and so she's like, oh, yeah, and he's a virgin, like, <laughs> she says that a couple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's just, like... They, Danny treats it with the same kind of, like, with the same kind of ire as you would say, like, oh, like, you know, like, he's just, he's a nice guy, like, there's, there's kind of, or, like, oh, like, like, yeah, and he's also a dork, or, (laughs) and, or, like, and they're also just have, they have, they have no common sense, like, that kind of a thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Loving derision, I think, is the term I was looking for. There you go. That works. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, I should note that when the Sandersons come out of their, like, when they realize that, oh, hey, we're not actually dead for the first time of many in this movie, um, they see a bunch of firefighters who have been investigating the sprinkler system turning on, and they assume the firefighters are witch hunters, which, honestly, not that far off. <laughs> Like, they would be actually pretty effective witch hunters. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, this is, And then the next part is where I note for the first time that Allison should have become a full-on white witch. <laughs> um, and then they, uh, and then the sisters can't touch hallowed ground, so they're safe hanging out in the cemetery um, until they show up and they are, la- they are allowed to fly over the cemetery. They just can't touch the ground of the actual <laughs> hallowed ground. <laughs> That's useful. Yeah. Um, Winnie brings back to li- Winnie brings her old boyfriend back to life, uh, and he's played by Doug Jones, who is a gem. <laughs> um, also commonly known nowadays uh, for playing the fish man in Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. Yep, very talented man. And a couple of aliens, I think, in Star Trek Discovery? That's definitely possible, yeah. But yeah, he, uh, he, I'm 98% sure that he also was, uh, Billy Bones in this one, which is, which is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they managed to, like, mess up the Sandersons enough that the kids are able to flee, and then they hang out and, like, they walk through the sewers for a while, um, the, the Sandersons, like, land outside the cemetery, try to figure out what to do next, they, like, they catch a bus, um, by, like, seducing the bus driver. <laughs> he was ready to be seduced. He rolled oh, yeah. up to those women ready to, like, He was ready down. to go. Yeah. 
It was really weird. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, this part is where they, they discover that, like, oh, hey, Binks is effectively immortal. Whatever mortal injury he, he gets, he just comes back to life from, which is, which was honest, that, that part really skeeved me out watching him, like, Ooh, yeah. die and then come back to life. <laughs> yeah, because he gets crushed by the bus that the witches are in, and so, like, these like flat it's it's very cartoonish that he's like there's like a like gets, tire tracks through the middle of him and he's yeah. completely flattened and then uh you hear like the sound of like like air if, inflating yeah air inflating and like this is a little squeaky so like close your ears yeah. but, but like um like the bones cracking as like his ribs go back into place yeah it was not great Mm-mm. yeah um yeah, they're like, oh, hey, he can't die now. And then they just, like, I think, is that the point at which they go off and they try to ask the, the cop, like, the fake police officer for help? Yes. Yeah, so there's another virgin joke in there for Max. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, And then while this is happening, the Sandersons are trying to track down children uh, to use for their magic. And they find all the kids dressed up in Halloween costumes, and they don't know what's going on. <laughs> At one point, they were like, oh, like, like I smell children, but I do not see children. <laughs> um, there's a point at which, like, a little girl dressed up as an angel comes by and says, like, bless you! And they all scream in horror. <laughs> which I'm like, part of me wonders, then, like, how much of an effect, like, actual, like, holy items would have on the Sandersons. Probably, a, it seems like a lot, because there's, so, like, there's the hollowed ground of the graveyard that they can't go into, so there's mm-hmm. some sort of power over them there, and then in the scene where they're getting, um, hung, they're, like, somebody is holding, like, a cross they made of sticks or something, yeah. so, which, well, you know, could be superstition, who knows if that's actually doing anything for them, but. Yeah. Yeah, there could, I think there's probably something there. Huh. That is, uh, that is good to know. Um, but yeah, so they freak out. Um, I made a particular note because, uh, other costumes that they see when they're, like, out and around in this part of town include, uh, include Mrs. Potts from, (laughs) from Beauty and the Beast, as in, like, one of those, like, inflatable costumes where the kid's head is in, like, the knob on the top of the teapot lid. Yeah. Um, there's a kid dressed up as a bee a playing card, and a kid in a full Sonic the Hedgehog costume. <laughs> they really and had a field day with this. They they did. And I'm, I'm like, I was trying to figure out, like, could they actually have, like, used that Sonic costume? Was it just kind of like a, oh, like, we don't, Sega doesn't care. Because, like, I couldn't imagine that Sega was, like, associated with Disney at this point. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it could have been the same rules that let, like, costume people, like, make fake costumes that are called weird things. Yeah. You know? So this is, like, instead of, this isn't, this isn't Sonic the Hedgehog, this is, like, a blue rodent with sneakers, like, you know, could have been the same parody law or something there. Furry, or fast blue animal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um... But yeah, the uh, the Sandersons end up finding some some old guy who is dressed up as the who is dressed up as the devil, 
and they immediately see that he is, in fact, the devil, and they try to, like, get into his good graces. <laughs> Which includes them, like, like, Sarah asks to, like, dance with him. Yeah. Like, Mary gets real obsessed with a TV that just is, like, showing a commercial of a baby running around a house because they eat children! Ha <laughs> ha! And I don't remember what Winifred is doing while that's happening. Uh, I think she's just, like, looking around or whatever. Um, but then, uh, the, like, guy who's dressed as, uh, the devil, uh, his wife comes downstairs trying to, like, tell him something, um, and sees that he's just dancing with this random, uh, attractive lady dressed like a witch in his house. Yeah. And she's like, mm, no, party's over. Everyone leave. Leave my house. Yeah. And, like, when when they don't immediately leave and they tell her, like, oh, like, you should not speak to the master like that, she sicks her dog on them and they <laughs> flee the house. <laughs> a little, like, Yorkie sort of little thing. Oh, yeah, like a Yorkie chihuahua kind of a, kind of a thing. Very much so in the toy breeds of dog. Yeah, yeah. So then the kids go and they try and find Max and Danny's parents. Uh, they're at the town hall. Is that where it is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, they end up at the town hall where there's, where there's like, this big adult dance party going on. And everyone's in costume. And, like, I appreciate that the parents in this movie are, like, super good parents. Yeah. Like, when, when Max and Danny, like, show up, like, I think Max goes to their dad and Danny goes to their mom. And, mm -hmm. like, when their kids are clearly in distress, they're like, oh, shoot, like, okay, like, Let's go, like, let's go find the rest of our family, and we'll figure out what's going on. I'm like, that's just so good. Yeah, I really appreciated that, too. Because it definitely would have been really easy for them to be like, oh, come on, kids. I'm trying to have a, like, time at my adult party. But... Let, let me have a night out with my spouse for once. <laughs> in years. But no, they're actually like, no, like, let's figure out what's going on. And I think Max's dad tries to, like talk to him because he's there with the with the attractive Allison mm -hmm. and I think his dad was trying to be like okay like is there anything you need to tell me are you okay like yeah right like like, like trying to be the cool dad mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the Sandersons show up they take over from the from the from the nice skeleton band leader because like his voice is very good but then they just take over and they do I put a spell on you which like magics all the adults into dancing and that song, that song slaps. <laughs> it really did. Honestly, this whole soundtrack was really good. <laughs> it's it's very good. They did such awesome work on it. Um, I have a note here. I would have killed to have been at that, like, recording session, whether it was, like, filming or just the recording of, like, the track for the audio. Sure, yeah. Especially because, like, Bette Midler is a phenomenal, like, singer. And Kathy Najimy also can sing. And Sarah Jessica Parker also apparently can sing at least a little bit, which is nice to see. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, they all peace out. And then they come up with actually a really inventive plan <laughs> to take care of the witches. Emma, what is this plan? Um. Put <laughs> me on the spot. What's, it's, um. Oh, no. I don't know. I'm uh, getting mixed up with plans. The school. 
Oh, really? Is that one? Yeah, they, uh, the, the next thing they try is they, they lure the witches to their high school, where they proceed to lure them into the, into the pottery kiln and burn <laughs> them to death. <laughs> Which is, like, part, okay, like, like, realistic art, like, art student Christina here is, like, that kiln should have been on an external wall and not, like, the middle of the school where it <laughs> seemed to be. Yeah, it was definitely, it was, like, a gigantic kiln. I've never seen one like that either. It was, um, like, big enough to fit people in. Three people. It was basically like a closet that heated up on fire. Yeah, yeah, because they uh, they burned the witches to death. There is a shot of, like, the three of them freaking out with, like, a flame effect overlaid through the window. (laughs) (laughs) It's metal. (laughs) Um, This is the point at which I note that, like, like, the modern day group actually does a pretty good job of, like, trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they'd burned the witches closer to sunrise, they would have won. Because, <laughs> like, it took them a while to reconstitute themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so they burn, they, they burn the witches. Burn them. Burn the witches. Like, wood. Um, and then the kids rejoice, and they're like, we're going, like, hey, Thackeray. Like, they literally say, like, Thackeray, where are you going? Like, we're gonna adopt you. You're a denizen now. <laughs> And I, and I did get a little teary-eyed, because that does make me very happy that they're like, no, like, no, you're you're our magical talking cat now. You're <laughs> part of our family. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe also a little bit because of the wine. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they, uh, it, like, it cuts to them all, like, hanging out back at the Denison's house, and, like, Allison and, like, Danny and Binks, like, go to sleep together, cuddling, after she gives him, like, some milk and stuff. And I'm like, that's... And she's like, I'm gonna give you all the milk and tuna every day. And he's like, you're trying to make me one of those fat, contented house cats. And she's like, yup! <laughs> I'm like, Because oh. I appreciate a good, fat, contented house cat. <laughs> um, and, like, Max and Allison do, like, a sleep cute... <laughs> Yeah. Which is really nice. It's so cute. It's very cute. Um, and then at some point, uh, the, the Sandersons reconstitute themselves, and they try to look for their book, but they are unsuccessful. They find and abduct Bulk and Skull. They keep them in human-sized cages that are hung inside their house. <laughs> Good. Which is, uh, which is really something. Yeah. <laughs> um... They, uh, this is where I made another note, that, uh, Allison just really wants to do witchcraft, and that's valid, but maybe not in this scenario. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like you might give it, like, just a little bit of time. Yeah. Because they're, like, they they wake up and Allison's like, oh, I have to get home before my parents find out that I'm gone. And then she's like, but wait, what if we read the magic book first to try and help Binks out? Hmm. So they they open the book, which was a bad decision, um, because that like signals the Sandersons, who then who then leave. But because their brooms were stolen by kids earlier at Halloween, yeah. they have they have to fly out on like like a like a a normal broom, and a mop, <laughs> and a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> which like actually the vacuum cleaner plays a role in the final conflict, which is, like, 
good on the writers. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, they, uh, but yeah, so back at the Denison's, uh, Ma- Allison keeps reading from the book. I don't know what else she was reading at this point, but she reads a part about, like, oh, like, a circle of salt can protect their victims from witchcraft. Ooh. And so, of course, they, they, like, which is, like, apparently tied into white magic. Like, more protection than causing harm. Sure. Um, but so she and Max immediately go downstairs and they, like, they almost kiss standing in front of their pantry after Allison finds a canister of, like, Morton's table salt or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have an almost kiss over the salt, which was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Sandersons show up, they abduct, uh, they, they get the book and Danny and Binks. <laughs> um, and then like, they bust the roof open of the Denison's house. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another note where I was like, Allison is definitely the actual protagonist of this movie because like, Max gets knocked down in, like, the big explosion or whatever at the top of their house. Mm-hmm. And, like, Allison is fine. She just got, like, she she fell over or something. But she's still within the salt circle. And, like, Winnie at that point even, like, flat out called her a white witch. So I'm like, give Allison magic. Let her be a witch. <laughs> um... Then, like, Max is still, like, on the floor, like, possibly concussed <laughs> or whatever from being, like, blasted to the ground. And Allison gets up and, like, she immediately starts trying to chase after Danny, not checking on Max, her purported love interest. So, I'm like, <laughs> Allison is the protagonist now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they go, they go back to the witch's hut. They get Danny out of there again. This time, they fake daylight savings time by having the car headlights shine in through the windows of the house. Yes, yes, that was it. That was they it. get everything. They get the... I think they leave the book, but they get... But they get Thackeray and Emily... Or not Emily. They get Thackeray and Danny away from the witches. And they have to, like... There's, like, a car chase scene until they can get to the graveyard. Um... Where once they get there, it turns out that, like, oh, hey, Billy Bones is actually good. Uh, and he just, um, excuse me, they, like, because Billy, like, had his mouth stitched shut. And so he, like, he takes Max's, like, his, like, his butterfly knife or whatever and, like, cuts the stitches so he can, just so he can, like, call Winifred names, which is a mood. (laughs) Um... And then Billy, like, decides to help the kids despite Winifred and everything. And, like, Allison is immediately ready to ruckus Billy. Like, she finds, like, a big stick or a baseball bat or something. (laughs) And before, like, they realize, oh, he's good, it's okay. (laughs) And then, like, they immediately take precautions to, like, protect Danny. They, like, they put her in Billy's empty grave and surround her with salt so that no one can get there. (laughs) Um... Yeah, there's there's some melee. Um, Binks makes the heroic sacrifice and gets like literally thrown into a boulder. <laughs> um, like they had enough potion left over for like one kid to drink it, and like Winnie captures Danny, so Max drinks the potion, so he takes the sacrifice, and like they fight as Winifred like tries to like lift him up on her broomstick or something to absorb his powers, and he like punches her in the face or something. 
<laughs> and then the vacuum cleaner comes back into play because they manage to, like, slingshot Mary and Sarah into the rising sun. <laughs> like, into the rising sunlight. <laughs> wow. By, like, pull real hard on the vacuum cleaner cord and then let go so they slingshot and they fly up. They evaporate. Winnie lands on holy ground and then turns into a statue. Everyone, all the witches explode. Max is alive. They literally say, ha ha, I love you, jerk face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and then they say, all like, bye, Billy. Like, have a nice, like, ha like, have a nice sleep. Thank you. And then I'm like, Binks is dying over there. You need to be saying goodbye to your friend Thackeray Binks, who's been a friend of yours for several more hours than Billy Bones has. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Thackeray Binks passes away before they can get to him. But then his spirit comes back, his ghost comes back and like comforts Danny and gives her like like a kiss on the cheek and it's like I'll always be with you and I'm like okay it's a little bit weird for like a for like a 16 year old to say to an eight and a half year old but whatever yeah right. I, I realized it was probably more like more like comforting than like romantic but I was like ah right yeah but yeah then uh then he and his sister Emily leave the gates of the cemetery and they manage to presumably go to heaven I, I hope so. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, those are uh, those are my notes on the hocus and the focus. Um. So how do you think the how do you think that faith necessarily like played into it, Emma? Well, uh, I guess for me personally, how I related to it was um, like as a kid, um, I was always taught like it's like real witchcraft is very scary and bad and so don't even like play with it don't whatever mm -hmm. like be very careful when you're dealing with that sort of thing and consuming things that present it in a nice light so like for the same reason a lot of parents won't let their kids watch harry potter mm -hmm. uh i i'm sure my grandma wouldn't have been thrilled <laughs> to see like a childhood yeah. me watch this movie <laughs> i mean like Honestly, like I, I today I was listening to this the most recent episode of segments about Goblet of Fire. Oh, yep. And like both of your parents mentioned that like neither of your grandmas like Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, woof. <laughs> yeah, they're they're better about it now. Um, but yeah, so I guess I was just watching the movie when I had like a faith lens in front of it, like was just kind of like, wow, I think that. Say actual Salem's probably not full of people who want to do witchcraft. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Um, I think they probably take it a lot more seriously than that. Um, but yeah, it was mostly. I guess my thoughts were just like I probably wouldn't have been able to watch this as a kid. I was my my grandma once came downstairs while like like there's like a TV downstairs but like where the kids hang out. We were watching mm -hmm. Scooby Doo. And uh, she made us change the channel because it had monsters in it, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Not real monsters ever, but they were spooky monsters. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's fine. She's better now. <laughs> good, good. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I mean, for me, I guess I don't know how much like uh, personal religious significance this movie has to me, but I would recommend you watch it if you want to watch a funny, kind of bad, but like also kind of good movie for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, uh, I think that probably partially because this was a movie that was made for children in 1993 like there's not really a whole lot of like super deep readings that you can do into it Mm -hmm. um in regards to faith i feel like a lot of the faith was being shown as like oh hey like maybe like the biggest element of like their witchcraft was like drawing on drawing on power from the devil and like then it could be, and then, like, they had to, like, be, like maybe believe in themselves to be able to do their own magic, but also, like, like, the kids' belief in, like, the old legends and stuff, like, the whole circle of salt thing, maybe mm-hmm. made them, like, actual more, actually, like, effective ways to combat the literal, the literal devil-powered witches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, again, like, there's not a lot that you can, like, really super read into this or analyze, um, I think this might be the only, like, and also, I mean, like, there's the faith element of, like, hey, guess what? Thackeray Binks and his sister Emily Binks ascended to heaven at the end. <laughs> Fair, yeah. They did actually walk through the pearly gates. <laughs> um, so in this movie, both God and the actual literal Christian devil are real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, ob- I definitely recommend this movie. I, in case you can't tell, I enjoy it a lot. Um... But it's not necessarily, like, a super deep, faithful, like, source of analysis. But, yeah, it's good. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good. It's fun. Uh, happy Halloween! Yay! Hooray! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was our episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, faithful is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. Uh, we can be heard on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pippa, and any other place where you can find podcasts, basically. Uh, our theme music is called Start of Something Beautiful, and that's courtesy of Ketza. Uh, and as always, we can be reached through email at faithful2lspod at gmail.com or through our Twitter at faithfulpods with an S. And since we're new to the whole podcast sphere, uh, and we're going to say that until we start getting reviews on itunes until until our listenership goes up a bit yeah we're a new podcast and we don't have a huge listenership yet so if you think that you know somebody who would be interested uh please let them know share the word uh that's really the only way that we're going to advertise is that or if you want to like retweet us on twitter that's it so anything you do for us would help immensely oh yeah definitely Always, always, always helpful. Yes. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Hit that bell if you want to hear more about us. Get notifications when we come live. I think yeah. you can do that on Twitter, actually, for real. I think you so. can do that on Twitter, as long as I remember actually to update the Twitter account. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, I don't have uh, anything else. Uh, no, I so... think that's it. So, uh, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Have fun. Keep the faith or whatever we're doing for our sign-off. Yeah, I keep forget. the faith. It changes. <laughs> While you go celebrate that pagan holiday. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh-oh. Emma, you got hoodwinked. Emma, come back. Come back! Hey, so I can... Wait, stop, stop. 